Do you find yourself feeling tired all the time? Are you wishing you had more energy to keep up with the, your kids and life? Are you sick of trying all the diety things, like throwing spaghetti at the wall hoping something finally sticks? It can be so overwhelming to think about trying to live healthier when you're just exhausted and when there's so much information out there. So what do you do about it? Well, on today's episode, I have special guest Michelle McCoy on for an uplifting and helpful conversation discussing some of these questions and more. Michelle is a board-certified holistic and functional health coach, certified facial analysis practitioner, and host of the Treasured Wellness Christian Podcast. She supports women who have been struggling with ongoing fatigue and pain to reclaim their health with anti-inflammatory lifestyle changes and natural solutions using a godly approach. Michelle has a deep passion for helping women to get to the root cause of dis-ease before it turns into disease, without the frustration and the overwhelm. Michelle is happily married to her best friend of 31 years. They have two adult children and their spouses and three grand dogs. Michelle and her husband are currently thriving during this phase of living within an empty nest. During this conversation, she shares all about looking at your health in the big picture so you can begin to see how your lifestyle and food habits are affecting more than what you might think. Lastly, she gives you five tangible tips for improving your energy levels starting today. I love how practical she got with these tips, and I hope you do too, because the reality is that living with less stress and more energy is one of the foundations to being able to consistently live healthy and empowered. I pray that you are blessed and encouraged as you listen today. Let's get into it. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. I'm so excited. I have my friend Michelle McCoy on today from the Treasured Wellness Podcast. And um, we're just going to jump right in. Michelle, would you just tell us a little bit about you? What brought you to your passion of holistic health and wanting to coach other women? And what is holistic health exactly to you? Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for having me. I'm so honored to be on your show. And yes, I have a story that brought me to holistic health, but I do have to go back 20 years ago. Let's do <laughs> so it. I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, but this was before the internet um, really exploded, really took off. 
and our daughter was really sick. So she was between the ages of five and eight. She was really sick with migraines and headaches. She would have daily headaches and then she would have like really intense migraines about three to four times a week. But she was also having some skin conditions like psoriasis and eczema and different different skin conditions like that. Um, and so we just couldn't figure out what was going on with her. We did all the normal things that we would do as a mama, right? Taking, taking her to all the doctors. We were seeing the top neurologists um, that our insurance would cover. I mean, cause we, we saw a couple of different doctors. We had CAT scans, blood tests, of course, allergy testing, you know, MRIs, the whole gamut, right? And they just kept wanting to medicate her. They just kept giving her these drugs that I would then go home and I would go to the library or I would go to Barnes and Noble because again, before the internet and I would do my research and I would find out that she was on anti-seizure drugs. She was on um, some, some really strong like cancer medications even. And I would go back and I'm like, she's not taking this. And they're like, well, it's a low dose. It's okay. And I'm like, you can't promise me what's going to happen to her in 30 years because of this medication. You can't promise me. You can't even explain what is going on inside her body from taking a drug that she doesn't need. So fast forward, this was three years, three years of this, three years where she was a sick little girl. And Finally, I went outside of conventional medicine and I went to holistic. I went to an herbalist in a different state and she just took one look at my daughter and she said, has she been tested for wheat? Oh. And I said, yes, twice because she'd had the blood work. She had had it. She'd had the scratch test, you know, the, the blood work, all of that. But again, 20 years ago. So just bear that in mind. And she said, she has a wheat allergy. She's allergic to gluten. Hmm. And she went on to prove it to me. We ended up um, putting her on this protocol with supplements, cleaning up her gut, mm -hmm. um, really cleaning her gut up really well, taking her off all of wheat and which wheat, by the way, is in everything. Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, I've noticed. <laughs> yes. And so I remember the first time I went to Whole Foods and because it was the only store I could go to that had anything that was gluten-free. Uh -huh. And I came out with two paper bags, not even full. And I had paid $75 and I just sat in my car and I was like, how are we going to do this? Uh -huh. You know, how are we going to, you know, we lived on a tight budget. Yeah. So I was like, how are we going to do this? And we just were able to kind of transform her health, right? By healing her from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And within a month, like she was starting to look like a totally different child. Within six months, she was fine, completely fine. Awesome. So that is what really got me started on my journey of holistic health. And, you know, fast forward, I found out when I looked back that during her time of her migraines, taking her to her appointments, I was struggling with some of the very same things that she was. It just wasn't manifesting in my skin, but I was having migraines. I was having headaches and I just thought it was hormonal. I really did. I thought it was hormonal. I thought it was lack of sleep. I thought it was, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Right. But I too have a gluten intolerance. Now hers was worse right. than mine, but of course it made sense. I passed that on to her. Mm -hmm. So it, that took me years after to, 
to connect the dots because as moms, we throw all of our attention into our kids. Yes. So I just was kind of letting my own health go down and down and down and not even really paying attention, just doing what I needed to do to get through the day, drinking that cup of coffee at two o'clock in the afternoon, eating that sugar, just really trying to help get me through the rest of the day. And I kind of had my own moments um, where I, I realized I can't do this anymore. Like I'm not taking very good care of myself. I have no energy. I'm exhausted all the time. And then I'm not sleeping well at night because I was tired, but wired. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that expression, yeah. but I'm, you know, your listeners have heard that, but it's very true. Like you can't shut your brain off, but you're exhausted. Right. Yeah. So then I started um, diving further into holistic health even more. And at that time I was kind of going through a transition in my career and God was um, leading me to go back to school for nutrition. And so that's what I did. And um, to answer the question, what is holistic health? Holistic health is looking at the whole person, just like that herbalist did for our daughter. She she looked at her, she could tell something was wrong, but then she wanted to look at her gut as well. She wanted to look at the whole body, whereas the neurologist was just looking at her head. They were just checking the brain. They were just seeing why she was having headaches. Every doctor that I spoke to about nutrition, about her food, said food had nothing to do with her headaches. Mm. Food had everything to do with her headaches. So it's just so interesting that you, we have that God-given mama instinct Mm -hmm. and we have to tap into that and we have to feel confident in that because we do know our child better than anybody else. And so we have to advocate for them the hardest. Yeah. So I started, you know, really getting into holistic health and learning how bio-individual everybody is, right? Because one person's food can be another person's poison. In conventional medicine, we need conventional medicine. If I break my leg, I'm going to an orthopedic doctor. But when it comes to whole health, mind, body, soul, spirit, we need to take that holistic approach. We need to look at the body as a whole and not just as parts and pieces. And so that's what it does. That's what holistic medicine does. No throwing spaghetti at the wall and waiting to see what sticks, but like really, truly doing a deep dive Mm -hmm. into what is going on. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing all of that story. That's such a beautiful picture of just, you know, your mom heart wanting to fix your daughter, but then in all of that, you're beginning to realize all those connections in yourself. And I think a lot of the listeners can relate to that. Um, just being in a place of, oh yeah, I want to take better care of myself. These are the things that I'm starting to be aware of. You know, I am really, I'm tired, but I'm wired. Like I can't turn my brain off. I feel emotionally unstable. I'm fatigued all the time. I don't know what to what to eat to make myself feel better. I I think that there's some kind of connection, but like, I don't know what to start. So I just, I think that's a a really good um, just illustration of, you know, what that journey looked like for you. I think that's going to encourage a lot of listeners. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I hope it does encourage you. I hope it really does encourage them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So you kind of touched on this 
a little bit in, you know, when you started recognizing your own um, fatigue and exhaustion and, and that you kind of had this gluten intolerance as well and began to change things in your own health. Can you speak a little bit to why there are so many women that are just walking around tired and exhausted. I mean, I think as moms, we often just blame like the stage of life or we have young kids or whatever, but speak to the holistic approach that you take to answering that question about why we're so tired and exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right. It could be any of those things that you mentioned, right. It could be, you know, that there's, there's different levels of fatigue and being tired. You know, it's that new mom where we're not sleeping at all. Or even if you're pregnant and you're in the late stages of pregnancy, you're not sleeping because, you know, you're under so much pressure. There's so much pressure physically. And then we're having to go to the bathroom. So there's different ways, other things, staying up late, watching the hockey game, whatever. Sure. But when we are staying in a state of fatigue, when we are just literally dragging ourselves to the coffee pot every morning or hitting the snooze before we even get out of bed three or four times, just really struggling with our overall energy and it's lasting, then we have to ask why. We have to say what is going on, what is different, what's not right you know, go through your checklist. Did you have late nights every single night because your kids had soccer every night this week? Or if you have multiple kids, you're in different directions. Like we've all been there and um, your listeners are probably living there right now where they're just going in all these different directions. (laughs) And so we have to figure out what's not right. So once we start doing a deep dive, we're looking into, is it stress? Am I under so much stress that I am staying in a fight or flight mode? Am I staying in that um, sympathetic mode, which is that fight, flight, or freeze? Or am I in the rest and digest the parasympathetic uh, mode? Well, if you're exhausted, you're not in parasympathetic, (laughs) you're in that sympathetic. So, you know, that just gives you some language to put to your symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, hormones, hormones play a, a big role into that, you know, um, whether you are cycling or not, like your hormones are playing into how your energy levels are, how you are feeling. The thing that I don't want women to think of is that it's normal. Mm-hmm. I don't want women to think that they, this is their lot in life, you know, oh, I'm 35, I'm going to be exhausted for the rest of my life. It's just going to get worse from here. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't have to be. And just because something is common does not mean it's normal. Preach. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Uh, That is so true. Because I think, I mean, even for myself, when I was going through my own journey, how how often I thought that something was just normal. It's just how life was when I began to realize, oh, I actually have the power to make different choices and then see a different outcome in my energy levels each day. And we have that power um, to make those choices. And yeah, I just, I would love to, to ask you like for the woman who's listening right now and she's like, I am so tired and I'm so exhausted by just, you know, I kind of know maybe some of the things that I should do or that are, that are stopping me from being able to have more energy. You know, maybe it's the woman who's 
overscheduled, who's not sleeping well, who is living on way too much caffeine, um, eating too much sugar. You know, those are all very common things that I think we as women think of when we're saying, oh, we know we shouldn't be having all of those things because they're not helping us in the long run, but we just can't break this cycle. What do you say to that woman? Like, where do we even start? Well, you know, the thing is, the first thing that I would suggest is when was the last time you had some labs done? Mm -hmm. When was the last time you actually had a lab panel that gave you some good information? Um, you know, because that's, that's information that lets us know what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. So that's important to, to research and look for that. Um, tangibly, there are some things that we can do to boost our energy. Um, it's, it's really quite simple, but it takes intentionality, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the big thing. It takes discipline and intentionality, but you know, if I could just give five tangible things that you can start implementing today to help boost your energy naturally, I would say number one, hydration. Yeah. You've got to stay hydrated. That has, it's got to be a number one. I I always say this um, to my clients and you hear me say it on the podcast. You need to drink water before coffee, just plain and simple. You have to, because you are dehydrated from sleeping all night whether you're truly sleeping or you're up in the middle of the night with that baby, you are dehydrated. And so we need to reach for that water before coffee first thing and put squeeze some fresh lemons in there for an additional mini electrolyte and vitamin C boost. Um, And it's just refreshing too. And if you don't want something cold, you know, have it room temperature, have even hot water with lemon squeeze is good. Even, you know, naturally caffeine-free herbal tea is a good first step, you know, then reaching for that coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, and so hydration is really key. And then I would say number two, eat smarter. So, and what I mean by that is oftentimes, because I was there too, we're skipping meals. Mm -hmm. We are not eating, we're eating our kids leftovers. Hello. Like how many peanut butter and jelly crusts did we eat? Uh (laughs) Or maybe you're eating that right now. Like it's just, we just that, and we call that a meal. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. And so eat smarter. So how does your body, what does your body need? Okay. Your body needs protein period. Um, Women need so much more protein than we are really giving our bodies. So eating smarter would mean not skipping breakfast, not skipping lunch, not skipping dinner, like make and making sure you're having protein with every meal Mm -hmm. because the protein is going to help with your energy. It's going to help balance your hormones better so that you are not starving your body of the necessary protein that it needs. It's also great for your brain. We need protein for our brain. We need fat for our brain. You know, fat is not bad. Fat has gotten such a bad rap. Bad fat is bad. Stay away from the trans fat. Yes. Stop eating the Oreos and and saying, well, I'll eat these Oreos because I ate these Oreos. I can't have my whatever chicken or yogurt or something. No, that has to come first. The protein comes first. (laughs) Protein and vegetables, you know, you want to have a healthy balance on your plate. Um, 
So definitely eat smarter. And then I would say number three, get restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, this can be a struggle depending on where you are in your season of life. I get it. I totally understand. But do the best that you can. And some simple things that you can do to ensure that you are creating a, you're setting the stage for restorative sleep is to, you know, get to bed earlier and get off of your device. Whatever your device is, uh-uh. It's it's time. It's time to it not only is it a distraction during our day, it's a massive um it, it just messes up our brain. Okay. So we are supposed to be in that uh circadian rhythm where we are wanting to rest and get our body conducive to rest. So keep the lights down low, you know. Um set up, set the stage for a calming bedtime routine, you know, do what you need to do to get ready for bed, but then maybe you're getting that mug of herbal tea and a good book. Mm -hmm. And yes, a book, not a book on your device. And I know everybody loves a Kindle and my son got me a Kindle for Christmas. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) I love it. But I'm like, you know, okay, let's be smart about this. You know, I have all of these books, um, you know, the Bible. And so just reading on paper um, makes such a difference. It's you're not getting that blue light that's keeping your brain alert. And then oftentimes people wake up in the night and they get up, they get up and not just to use the bathroom, but they'll get up and start a little laundry because they're like, I can't sleep. So let me do this. Let me turn on the TV or let me get a snack. And those things are really messing up that natural uh, restoration. Um, Sleep is our body's way to repair and to restore. And so it's really important that we do that, but we have to set the stage. Mm -hmm. So if you have a TV in your bedroom, I highly recommend getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. Your husband might really complain like mine did for a while, but now, I mean, it's been over 12 years and he's completely fine. I'll see the benefits eventually. (laughs) Right. And I'm always like, you slept better last night because you went to bed instead of watching TV. And um, so, yeah, it's funny. But, and then this is something that you talk about too, Lauren, on your podcast a lot is fun movement, like healthy movement, you know, not just hitting the treadmill and just being that uh, guinea pig, right? It's on the on the treadmill on the wheel, but you're doing something that you enjoy. And I believe there's so much emotional, mental, physical benefit to doing fun, healthy movement. Mm-hmm. So that can be whether you are playing basketball with your kids after dinner, whether you're kicking the soccer ball around. I mean, you are moving and there are ways that we can make ourselves sweat. For sure. We know that just by playing with our kids, mm-hmm. but you know, it's bonding, it's, it's nurturing and it's so therapeutic for us. Yeah. Um, if you like walking, make it happen, yep. you know, make it happen, get up a little bit earlier, go on your lunch break, you know, make, go after dinner, have an institute family dinner or after dinner, family walks, you know, whatever that is something that brings you peace of mind and you enjoy. And then the last thing really should be the first thing. And that's daily soul care, daily spiritual care, spending that time with God every single day, every single morning. Um, You know, it's okay to 
just do five minutes. It's okay to just do snippets of time because you are in a season. Mm -hmm. You are in a season of life. You will have time later on where you can do an hour Bible study, right? You will, but think about where your season is and do what you can do, implement what you can implement, but start your day with God because he will help by Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness all and then all other things will be provided for you. The crazy of the day, he already knows before you do what's going to happen. So start the day with God first, that intentionality, and just start with five minutes, you know, get up five minutes earlier before the kids get up or whatever, or, um, you know, even having worship music on as you're getting ready, you know, in the car, on the way to carpool, all of those things are good ways to be implementing daily spiritual care. Mm-hmm. So those are the, the five awesome. tangible things that will help you naturally boost your energy. And it's going to give you actually clarity of thought as well, mm-hmm. reduce that brain fog. Um, but then also give you peace, yeah. that inner peace as well. Yeah. I love all of those things. And I think I've in various areas and different podcast episodes, I've talked about each of those, but to have it like here all in one place, like I just know that that blessed so many women. So thank you so much um, for teaching us all of those things. Um, and I just, I, I want to point out to you, like you just said it kind of at the end, like that's going to help you have kind of clarity. And that's one thing that I talk about all the time is part of living healthy and empowered is being able to make your best choices for your health, for taking care of your body and for doing the things that the Lord is calling you to do. But so often it starts with, with this, getting this piece under control where you are out of this cycle of exhaustion and brain fog and all of that. And so I just love that you shared these tangible, tangible ways that women can take these first steps to get out of that so that they can get to that place where they're like, okay, now I can make the decisions in to change my schedule around to, to intentionally um, eat the things that are good for my body or to make the changes Um, to my health habits that I need to make. But a lot of times it just starts with breaking that cycle of fatigue and exhaustion. And um, so, yeah, I just, I love that we're having this conversation right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's so key, isn't it? Like just quieting the noise of the world and all of the latest diet fads and all of the, you should be doing this, do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't eat this. Don't eat that, whatever. And just really getting in tune with, you know, first seeking God, for the struggles that you're going through and then implementing that one change, just one change to get started. And then as the weeks go on, maybe you start a second change mm-hmm. and a third change. I mean, you could throw caution to win and jump in and do all five of these things. No problem. That's great. But you have to know yourself and you have to know your mental bandwidth, your mm-hmm. energy levels, mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes starting with just one change. is just the place that you need to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, for those listening, like we give you permission to choose one of those things and start there. Something that I say, I think basically every episode now, I don't know, it just, it always has stuck with me. It's just start where you are and grow from there. You can always add more if in a week you're like, okay, I feel very hydrated and I have this habit of drinking water before coffee and I'm doing good drinking water throughout the day and I'm already feeling a little bit better. Okay, great. Week two, now you're adding something else. It's not like you have to spend six months doing one thing. Now, if you are spending six months doing one thing and that's, that's where you're at right now, great. Start there and grow, right? Like don't, don't stay where you are. Don't stay stuck. 
keep, keep growing and keep doing the next thing that, um, that you feel the Lord's leading you to do. So that's awesome. Yeah. It is. It's so, you know, that expression bloom where you're planted, Mm -hmm. it kind of takes another, um, you know, another avenue of what that expression is, right? You want to, you know, bloom where you're planted, but you also want to bloom, like you want to grow from that. You don't want to stay that little tiny seed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a verse that comes to my mind when I think about, um, you know, just doing the things of doing the things, focusing on what God has for us um, is in first Corinthians six. And I, I'm blanking on the actual, um, let me see if I can find it. First Corinthians six, but it it says, um, it says basically everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. Um, let me see if I can find it. I think it's six twelve. Somewhere in there. I think I think it's first Corinthians six twelve. Um, but I love that because we're adults, we can do whatever we want, we can eat whatever we want. But if it's not beneficial for us, if it's not helping fuel us and it's dragging us down and it's taking away mm-hmm. from us, like our energy, our mood, right? We can get snappy, impatient, mm-hmm. um, weepy, emotional, all of these things simply by how we are fueling our body. So I love that verse because it just is a gentle reminder that, Hey, we have free will. We can do whatever we want, Mm -hmm. but is it beneficial? Right. Like God God does not want his daughters to be sick Mm -hmm. and stuck and sad. So, yeah. Yeah. God gave us the ability to choose. He gave us the ability to be mindful of how our choices are affecting us. Um, And I, I just, I love that just gracious reminder from him in his word. Um, just, he wants the best for us and he has big plans for us when we walk in alignment for how he created our bodies. Um, I think just being mindful of, um, you know, I talk about mindfulness a, a lot on the podcast and, and a lot of that comes down to, you know, once you've kind of started to break this cycle of exhaustion and brain fog, you know, I, I, tend to say that the next step is starting to make really make those connections to kind of bring it full circle back to the holistic health, like make those connections between what, you know, what you're eating or how much you're drinking or the amount of exercise or the amount of sleep, make those connections of what you're doing and how you're feeling and how it's affecting your body. You know, you're noticing, okay, I'm really tired in the afternoon. I tend to go to sugar. And then when I eat sugar, I don't actually feel that much better. I'm now making that connection of eating the sugar and not feeling better. So what else can I be doing? And now you've given yourself that mental capacity to start making those better choices, but it's kind of just this process and this journey. And it's one change, one habit at a time, one connection at a time. Um, And that's exactly why we preach against diet culture, which says just change all the things for a short period of time and then you'll be good. And it's like, well, you know, historically that has actually never worked. So let's just take a slow and journey with the Lord through it. (laughs) That's exactly right. And let's learn what our body needs, not the person that wrote the diet book. (laughs) Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) Oh, Michelle, this has been wonderful. So I know you've given us so much encouragement and knowledge and wisdom and all the things so far, but is there any last minute encouragement that you want to leave with listeners as we wrap up? Yeah, I just, you know, I really want your your ladies listening to feel confident 
in the care for themselves and for their family. Um, be your own best advocate because that, you know, that mama instinct that I talked about earlier, you know, that every one of you has that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a God-given instinct that God has instilled in us from birth. And so, you know, tap into that, feel confident in that, ask questions if you need to get second and third opinions. Um, I have a few episodes early on where I said, should you fire your doctor? Yeah, maybe you should fire your doctor. It's okay. They work for us. Mm -hmm. It's not the other way around. And so keep fighting, keep asking, keep digging, and that will help build your confidence because you are the best advocate for your own health. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And we have access to the one who created us. And so inviting the Lord into your journey and asking him what he wants you to know and what he wants you to do next in your health is always, always a good next step as well. I love it. Right. Thank you so much. So how can women connect with you if they want to know more about your story or if they want to learn how to work with you? Yeah. So treasuredwellness.com. It's really easy. You can find all the information on working with me either by one-on-one coaching. Um, I'm actually going to be implementing a group coaching program starting uh, mid-August. And so that will be really, really good for building community as well. Um, But also the podcast, you can listen to Treasured Wellness anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And there is a free resource that I offer. If you are struggling with low energy fatigue and brain fog, that is also on my website, um, treasuredwellness.com. And it's called foggy and fatigue blueprint. And that gives you three days of intentional action steps that you can do to start moving the needle forward to feeling more energetic so that you can keep it going. And there are some really good uh, protein filled uh, recipes in there as well that can help you to batch cook batch prepare, and then you've got those. So yeah, treasuredwellness.com is really the best way. Awesome. I will put all the links in the show notes for that. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I appreciate it. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.